Lots of things going on out there in the countryside. If you are up for a fair, we've got fairs in this neck of the woods for you here at Dunn County, Eau Claire County, and uh, also, of course, Farm Technology Days. Oh, I can't. I also can't forget. There's, there's the Eau Claire, Dunn, Polk, and Taylor County fairs going on right now. And don't forget that uh, today's the last day of Farm Technology Days down in Johnson Creek at Jefferson County. I was there the day before yesterday, and uh, that'll, again, run through the end of the day today in Jefferson County. And after that, we'll be looking forward to the Farm Technology Days coming back to Eau Claire County over at Hunsinger Farms. We're looking greatly forward to that. That's going to be a big show and a big time with some interesting twists on agriculture as we know it with the horseradish and everything else. It is 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Top Democrats in Congress are reacting to former special counsel Robert Mueller's testimony about Russian interference in the 2016 election. It is a, a, a crossing of a threshold in terms of the public awareness of what happened. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says the Mueller investigation resulted in over $40 million recovered for the U.S. government. At a Capitol News conference yesterday, Pelosi pointed to a poster that listed results, including 37 people and entities that were charged with crimes and seven convictions, five of them top Trump campaign officials. House Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler said Mueller's testimony shows that the president could be indicted and face criminal prosecution after he leaves office. Nadler also called Trump's claim of being exonerated a simple lie. Officials are saying accused child sex trafficker and Manhattan financier Jeffrey Epstein is recovering after being found injured in his jail cell at the Metropolitan Correctional Center. NBC4 is reporting that Epstein was found semi-conscious on Wednesday evening. Investigators have not determined what happened to him, but speculation ranges from a suicide attempt to a possible assault, and he's being kept on a suicide watch. Epstein, who has pleaded not guilty to federal conspiracy and sex trafficking charges, is next due in court on July the 31st. The governor of Puerto Rico is resigning amid massive protests over a scandal involving controversial texts and chats. Ricardo Roseo will step down on August the 2nd. The leaked chats revealed crude conversations with the governor's aides and suggested wrongdoing. There have also been recent arrests of six people on federal corruption charges. And fans will have to give up on a remake of the final Game of Thrones season. HBO says the highly criticized final six episodes will not be revisited, despite an online fan petition with more than three million signatures. At the Television Critics Association's press tour on Wednesday, HBO's president said, The petition shows a lot of enthusiasm and passion for the show, but it wasn't something we seriously considered. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. I'm Rocky Mosel with StarRegistry.com. Since we were children, we've been told to reach for the stars. It was great advice. Now it's a great gift. Name a star after someone. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after someone very special to you and send an incredible personalized gift. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com for the hottest gift. Let Audible heat up your summer fun. With an unmatched selection of audio entertainment, you can listen to anywhere, including exclusive Audible originals. Compelling stories, thrilling performances, and A-list celebrity talent make Audible originals must-listen events, like Stan Lee's Alliances, A Trick of Light, performed by actress Yara Shahidi. Get it only from Audible, or choose a title perfect for your travel plans. Download the Audible app, start a 30-day trial, and your first audiobook is on us. When you're in for improving your energy efficiency, Wisconsin is in for growing your farm's energy savings. Focus on energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the tools to grow their farm's energy efficiency and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today. Call 888-947-7828 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on energy, helping farmers grow since 2001. 
Hey, it's Alex. Join me coming up Saturday afternoon from noon till 2. I'm at Ashley Furniture Store in Eau Claire getting you all set for Ashley for the Arts. We've got some Billy Ray Cyrus meet and greets, and it's still Black Friday in July. Continues at Ashley Furniture Home Store in Eau Claire. We'll be there from noon to 2 on Saturday with Wax. Sixty degrees here at the studio in Eau Claire at Wax 104.5. Lacrosse has 66. Marshfield's at 61. Green Bay 62. Rice Lake has 58. Wausau 60. Madison 65. Milwaukee 69. In my beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 61 there. There was a little bit of haze and fog rolling in different spots along the roads as I came in earlier this morning. That uh, didn't seem too bad, but just so you're aware, there could be some haze out there hiding a deer in the ditch. Today, uh, forecasters expect uh, the wind will pick up as this day progresses with some spotty rain possible later. But overall, a dry day is expected and chances of rain will rise on Friday as that um, humidity goes up in the next day or two here. But uh, we're looking at a high today of 84 and a low of 60. Tomorrow, we're looking at a high of 83 with a low of 66. And Saturday, a high of 87 with a low of 67. Looking for some, hoping for some good hay-drying weather for those that still need it out there. It's a truck on steroids. It drives like warm butter. It'll tow anything, but it'll feel like you're towing nothing. This truck cab is so roomy and quiet. Oh, Rick meditates in it. I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. You can lease a new 2019 Ford F-150 XLT truck for just $199 a month during our Ford Summer Sales Event. Just $199 a month, 10% down plus tax, title, and license. 24-month lease, 10,500 miles per year, and zero security deposit. This lease offer expires August 3rd. 2019. I'm Aaron Tessendorf, one of the sales managers here at Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Folks, no other dealership gives you the same no pressure, no hassle buying experience. I want to buy your nice used vehicle, even if you don't trade it. I'll pay you cash for it. Test drive the best darn truck made today. The new 2019 Ford F-150 truck. At Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, home of the lifetime warranty. Across from the new Fleet Farm, corner of I-94 and Highway 93. Horse Stables, family-owned and operated for 19 years. They'll have a sheep, goat, hay, and straw sale on Saturday, July 27th at 11 a.m. Special items include 20 hair sheep, 10 boar nannies with kids, along with a 1998 Pontiac GT with a V6 new alternator and starter, a kitchen table with five chairs, four bicycles, a microwave, trucker GPS, craftsman's tool chest, and a pressure washer. Call Horse Stables at 715-669-3136. Selling complete herd dispersals of dairy cattle and specializing in your own own sale horse stables thorpe enjoy summer with the audible app outdoors listen to best-selling audiobooks exclusive originals fitness and more your first audiobook is free at audible.com it's seven minutes after six here at wax 104.5 continuing with the morning chores let's have a look at the morning livestock markets on the cash livestock side of things Fed beef steers were selling for 108 to 118 and a half with mixed 83 to 109. Fed beef heifers 107 and a half to 114 and three quarters with mixed 60 to a dollar five. Fed Holstein steers are at 82 to 88 and a half with select going for 64 to 82 and a half. Cows are at 50 to 73. Bulls 67 and a half to 84. Butcher hogs at 48. Sows are at 25 to 28, and boars going for 10 to 15, and we don't have quotes on the sheep markets. On the livestock futures, live cattle for August, they're going for 108.90, that's down 15 cents. October, 109.90, that's up 2 cents. December, 114.30, up a nickel, and February at 118.10, that's steady. And feeder cattle for August are at 142.82. That's up 62. September 142.87, up 42. October 143.02. That's up 35. November 142.30. That's up 35. And January is at 141.32, up 32. On the lean hogs, August uh, lean hogs are at 
8655 that's up 37 october is at 8085 down 95 december 7925 down 42 and february at 8272 is giving up 20 cents and a first look at the morning dairy markets cheese ended yesterday with barrels at 171 and 3 quarters that's steady 40 pound blocks at 183 and a quarter that's up a quarter and grade AA butter at 236 also was steady. The class three futures, July is at 1741, up one. August at 1771, up five. September 1802, up four. October at 1796 is up three. And those prices look to be up through March. Hey, I was at Farm Technology Days the day before yesterday, down by Johnson Creek in Jefferson County, and I caught up with the fellas from Elk Mound Seeds. Elk Mound Seeds, of course, right in this neck of the woods, um, did a bunch of traveling, and I asked Dave Belko there, I said, you, you're a ways away from home, and he explained why that was important for Elk Mound Seeds, which is one of our Farm Technology Days sponsors to be at Johnson Creek. Yes, we are. We're just uh, hoping to maybe meet some new customers and hopefully find some faces of familiar customers while we're here. What all are you pushing down here? Uh, we're really trying to promote the use of cover crops. It's probably been one of the bigger parts of our business as far as growth goes, and uh, there seem to be some good opportunities there. Cover crops, we're all talking about it now. Are people getting more excited about some variety of cover crops, especially this year? Uh, it seems to be a very hot topic with all the prevent plant acres we've had. Uh, between that, maybe an area where there's a little more specialty crops, a little more small greens, particularly near uh, Lake Michigan, there's a larger window for cover crop use. Now you fellas are marketing into a big area. Yeah, we're up to the task. That's Dave Belko with Elk Mountain Seeds at the 2019 Farm Tech Days. I'm Scott Schultz. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you if you can rock in it, we got it. If you can recline in it, we got it. If you can sleep on it, we got it. Economy Furniture carries the national brands like Best, Catnapper, Therapeutic, and England. We also carry local Wisconsin brands, Wolfcraft, Lang, and Ashley. You can shop everyday low prices at Economy Furniture. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. I grew up in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and I wouldn't live anywhere else. I'm Aaron Tessendorf. I love spending time with my wife and two kids, golfing and boating. I've been in the auto industry for over six years, and I love helping people. I recently took a sales manager position with Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Aaron, what drew you to join our Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane family? Well, Rick, I like the camaraderie here. It's all about helping the customer find the right vehicle and get the credit that they need. Nobody else in the Eau Claire area has We Care Credit Repair. Nobody. What's your philosophy when it comes to helping people? I'm very loyal, and I bend over backwards to help everyone. Have you ever driven a new Ford F-150 truck? And how would you compare it to other trucks? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've driven the new Ford F-150. It drives like warm butter. And when it comes to towing, it doesn't even feel like you're towing anything. It's the best darn truck made today. I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, the home of the lifetime warranty. Across from the new Fleet Farm, corner of I-94 and Highway 93. degrees at Wax 104.5 as we continue with the morning chores. Let's have a look at some of the egg news in Wisconsin and the countryside. Wisconsin egg production during June of 2019 was 181 million eggs. That's down 2% from last month, but up 7% from last year. That's according to the latest Chickens and Eggs report from the USDA's National Egg Statistics Service. The average number of all layers on hand during June of 2019 was 7.08 million, virtually unchanged from last month, but down 5% from last year. Eggs per 100 layers for June were at 2,550. That's down 2% from last month, but up 12% from last year. The latest report for production of the nation's mink also was issued this week. 
Wisconsin, the national leader in mink production, produced 971,600 pelts during 2018. Utah was the second largest producing state with 707,600 pelts. Nationwide, mink production, mink pelt production during 2018 totaled 3.1 million pelts. That's down 9% from 2017. Wisconsin's production was down 14% in 2018 and accounted for 31% of the nation's total pelt production. Female mink bred in Wisconsin to produce kits in 2019 was at 217,500. That's down 18% from last year. Utah came in second with 159,120 females bred. Nationally, female mink bred to produce kits in 2019 was at 658,050. That's down 15% from 2018. Wisconsin accounted for 33% of all U.S. total females bred. The value of U.S. pelts produced during the 2018 crop year was $82.6 million. That's down 33% from $123 million a year earlier. Representatives from several Midwestern states, Wisconsin tribal nations, and conservation groups are meeting today in Madison to discuss chronic wasting disease management and research efforts. The two-day working meeting, which started yesterday, is focusing on the latest data available about how CWD is affecting each state's wild deer population. Another goal of the meeting is to determine the best practices for working together across state borders to prevent the spread of CWD. Wisconsin Farm Technology Days is wrapping up today in Johnson Creek and Jefferson County. Next year's Farm Technology Days will be July 21st through the 23rd at Hunsinger Farms right here in Eau Claire County. And the fair season also is underway with the Eau Claire, Dunn, Polk, and Taylor County Fairs in full swing through Sunday in our area. And if I'll be at a couple of those fairgrounds, I'll be hitting Dunn tomorrow for sure, and I'll be doing the pie judging contest Sunday in Eau Claire County. That's always fun. It leaves me with a little bit of a sugar high, I admit, at the end of the day. And on Friday night, I hope to visit with some of you folks up in Taylor County where I'll be helping out with some of the announcing at the Taylor County Market Animal Shows sale. That's always a good time. I've done that before. The folks up there treat me right and uh, I get to look at good old Wayne Rather, uh, one of my old friends from up by Gilman, uh, from way back in my wrestling days. That's a long, long time ago. But we have some good laughs, and it's always a good time when we get to those fairgrounds and uh, get to see the young folks. And as Bob keeps saying about a lot of things, FFA and 4-H included, a lot of good young people doing a lot of good things. and. That's the way it is with the fairs, and we love being on those fairgrounds. That news is brought to you by... Bobcat Plus, Chippewa Falls, and Osseo. Tough jobs demand tough equipment. Bobcat loaders from Bobcat Plus answer the question for those tough jobs. Like the new M-Series loaders. More power, more performance, more comfort. There's a loader that's perfect for your job, but don't just take my word for it. Hi, this is Bob Bosold. See the compact material handling experts at Bobcat Plus and let their specialists show you the growing lineup of Bobcat equipment. Visit Bobcat Plus in Butler, Waukesha, De Pere, Osseo or Eau Claire. Bobcat Plus, working the state of Wisconsin one customer at a time. Seventeen minutes past six here at Wax 104.5. As some of you heard in the past, I was over at St. Paul the other day uh, at the Dairy Experience Forum. Forum that's uh, That was put on by the Midwest Dairy Producers and Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, uh, the two or the region's uh, two dairy marketing organizations. And one of the people I got to talk with was uh, Steve Lurch, who is with Story Arc Consulting. And he had some interesting things to say about trends, but also about how you how we have to 
legitimately grade Wisconsin's dairy marketing efforts in what he said kind of makes sense. Uh, one of the things that that conference was all about was hearing things that we might not want to hear, but that are important for us to hear. Well, here we are smack dab in the middle of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, actually towards the tail end, I should say. I hope that you enjoyed last evening's extended show hours. Uh, come on out again today. Uh, last week, the dairy industry gathered together up in St. Paul to talk about trends uh, not trends necessarily for the moms and the dads out there, but maybe the children of those moms and dads. And I'll tell you what, trying to get an arm on that audience is not easy, Bob. Uh, the Dairy Experience Forum up in St. Paul tried to address it. Scott and I got a chance to visit with a lot of different folks up there. And uh, Scott Schultz, of course, is uh, traveling a lot covering the news of agriculture for us here, including more than just at the northern end of the world's longest barn. He was with Pam over at the uh, Dairy Experience Forum, and he had a chance to talk to a lot of interesting people, one of those being Steve Lurch, who is with Story Arc Consulting. And Steve has consulted many agricultural commodities over the years about how good they're doing getting their message out to consumers. As far as the dairy industry is concerned... He gave the industry an F grade in its marketing. As we said, our Scott Schultz had a chance to talk to him about that grade that he gave and what he's seeing as far as the dairy industry's marketing trends. I think the more you start paying attention to the data, um, one of the things that I often say is that trends themselves are kind of a trend. Um, This is probably the industry when we talk about food and beverage and agriculture, probably more at the mercy of random and unpredictable trends than maybe any other industry in the world. There's always a new health food. There's always a new diet craze. There's always a new cooking device. And at times, those things pop up and completely change what consumers are filling their grocery carts with. They completely change what we're doing in the kitchen and what we feed our families and what we think is healthy. And it changes so fast. And I think that's the challenge for most brands and most companies is how do I keep up? How do I predict? Or how do I act quickly? Um, I'll give the example, I guess, of of diets, for example. Um, You know, diet trends and diet fads are not a new thing. If you go back to the 30s and 40s, there were things like the cigarette diet or the cleanse diet that were popular in America, just as today we have keto and we have Dubrow and we have Noom and Whole30 and Paleo. There's always a new diet trend. But what I think brands need to embrace, and especially brands in the dairy space, is that it's not hard to kind of ride the wave that these diets create. Keto is driving hundreds of millions of dollars of sales of different products for people as they're trying to live within this diet. Keto is a relatively open diet. There are a number of dairy products that fit into it, things like Greek yogurt, things like cheeses. Um, just, and it's the same story with many of these other diet trends. Why not position yourself to ride the wave that these diets are creating? I go back to the Atkins diet, which was really popular in 2003, 2004. And for most of us, there's one thing we remember about the Atkins diet, and that was that it was the diet you could eat bacon on. That was how it was advertised. You could have whole plates loads of bacon. There's nowhere in the Atkins diet where it says you should eat a lot of bacon. It's just not excluded. It fits in because it's a high-protein diet. Dairy fits just as well into any diet trend of today. So why not position yourself as a part of one of these trends? So don't fight trends. Go with the trends. Yeah, I mean, these trends are doing a lot of the work for you. If people want to start cooking in an Instant Pot, because Instant Pot is the new craze, find a way to fit into it. If consumers want to eat paleo or keto, Tell the story of how your product fits into that trend. There's simple things you can do from social media to advertising to packaging to how your your stuff is displayed in stores that can just show, hey, we are friendly to that thing you love so much. Are these trends generational, a lot of them, or both generational and not generational? What drives trends? That's that's a great question. The idea of what drives trends is is something I think a lot of us pay a lot of attention to and often fail to figure out. Um, I'm a big believer in not paying too much attention to generational things. Um, Certainly there are differences between Gen Z and millennials and boomers, but at the end of the day, we're at a point now in society where we have so much access to data and information that we can start to look at consumers not based on their age, but based on who they are, based on their psychographics rather than their demographics. Um, So in terms of them coming from ages, certainly there are elements to that, but it's not something I would overemphasize. 
really to predict where they come from can be really hard. I think because some of these things pop up so randomly, what is often more important is how do you identify them as soon as they happen? How do you identify them before they climax or get to their peak? Um, how can you be the first to recognize that the air fryer is going to be super popular? How can you be the first to recognize that keto is going to be super popular? Um, so it's all about paying attention to as many data sources as you can and just keeping your eyes open, just trying to figure out what's next and what's now. Some of the organizations you've worked with and the organizations you're working with today are driven by producer dollars with their marketing. You have to reach right down onto the farm literally to find ways to drive those groups to roll with the trends. How do you do that? Yeah, that's a, a really important question. And I think um, it's something I've dealt with a lot. Like you said at the beginning, I've worked a lot with um, the USDA's checkoff program. So the pork board, the egg board, milk pep, um, and pretty much all those groups, as you said, are funded from producers. And it is a scary thing to take money out of what you're producing to give to some governing body, maybe of people you've never met or never heard of, to spend your money. Um, and, and obviously those groups do a lot of things. There's a lot of research involved and there's a lot of advertising involved. Um, but it's really important stuff. I mean, there's a reason brands like Coke spend millions of dollars on advertising and marketing. It's not because it's fun or because it's enjoyable to do. It's because you need it. There, there's more competition now than ever before. You see what's happening with plant-based products and um, there's just more options than ever. If you're not going to be a voice in the conversation, and again, whether that conversation is about diets or new cooking styles or new food trends, if you're not a part of the conversation, someone else will be. So if you're the pork board and I'm looking for recipes for my new instant pot and I find a great one for beef ribs and there isn't one there for pork ribs, well, guess what I'm having for dinner? I'm having beef ribs in my instant pot because that's what I wanted. So you have to be part of those conversations. Um, but I do recognize and I understand that for many of these producers, they're, they're not coming from a background of, of digital or of advertising or of marketing. And, and to many of those audiences still, this stuff seems new. Um, doing digital marketing, for example, or search engine things or YouTube. But it's, I think it's the responsibility of these programs, these checkoff groups, these industry groups to educate um, because those things aren't new. Um, digital advertising is old. Um, they, they have to embrace these concepts or you become irrelevant. Um, I think our history is littered with companies who, and industries who refuse to sort of grow and evolve, and you become irrelevant if you don't. I always point to the exam example of taxis, um, and it's obvious now to look and say, well, Uber is you know killing all the taxi companies, but everything Uber is doing is, is pretty obvious, and if, you, if taxi companies could have done all of this. They could have accepted payment through their phones. They could have used GPSs through their phones. They just didn't feel the need to innovate. They felt that they could do things the same way they'd always done them. And especially in the world today where things change so fast, doing things the way you always did them is its just a bad, bad idea. I don't know how else to say it than that. The Dairy Experience Forum that we're at, I've been told by uh, some of the organizers that one of the things they really want to do is hear the cold, hard facts. What would be the toughest thing that you could say to these people at this conference that they don't want to hear but need to hear? Oh, man, that, that is a tough question. I heard somebody ask the question earlier to one of the earlier speakers to give a grade for, I guess it was for like the marketing of the dairy industry. I think that was basically the way the question was posed. And I forget what grade he gave, but I remember just thinking for me, it, it, it's an F. And I don't mean that to say the marketers are doing a bad job, but if dairy sales are going down, that's, that's it. Um, like if, if soy milk is taking part of the market share, if almond milk is taking part of the milk market share, and I know certain categories grow like chocolate milk, um, but if dairy sales go down, then you're failing. Like you, you, I think you have to look at it that way. It can't just be a feeling of like, well, we're going down a little year over year because of all these things and it, it is what it is and we'll try to recover. I think you have to be willing to look at yourself incredibly critically. You have to be able to look at the worst case scenario. Um, you, you know, you're already having some negatives in the industry, negative PR, new substitutes and new options. But I think they have to 
maybe do a better job of challenging themselves to think, well, what else could go wrong? What could happen next? Um, and, and to accept the fact that things will need to change. And of course, that's so much easier said than done. And I don't have the, the magic bullet to fix everything. But I think starting with looking at yourself through a really critical lens is, is an important place to start. At the Dairy Experience Forum in St. Paul, that's Steve Lurch. I am Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn. Some of those marketing folks had interesting takes on things, and that certainly was one of them. We'll be hearing from Rocky over in Premier Livestock at Premier Livestock right after this. Your days in the field start early and end late, but no two are ever the same. You've got a lot invested in this land, and even more riding on it in the future. For you, your family, and your community. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to do all we can to help you make it through the tough times and make the most of the good ones. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Bremer.com. Twenty-nine minutes after five here at Wax one hundred four point five, we have Rocky on from Premier Livestock. Over with you. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. How are you doing today? Is it nice and bright over by you yet? Is the sun out? I don't even know. I, I don't have a window in here. I don't see any sun out yet, but I'm sure it's coming. It's 50, <laughs> it's 58 degrees. So. Oh, nice. And it, it almost feels fall-like when you get up sometimes these days, the last couple days anyway. That's not yeah. a bad feeling, not a bad feeling. Maybe the yeah. fish will start biting again. Hey, what's going on over at, the, at Premier, Rocky? Uh, thanks, Scott, and uh, good morning, everyone. This is how yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up at Premier Livestock. We sold 174 head of dairy cattle uh, with two complete herd dispersals, uh, both them herds being tie stall herds. Uh, we definitely had a top-end bunch of cows yesterday with many of them supreme fresh cows, bringing 15 all the way up to $2,000. Uh, many other good quality cows, bringing 950 to 14 and a half. Uh, top Holstein springing heifers, 1,000 to 1,350. Those lesser quality cows and spring and heifers 900 and down next week wednesday dairy cattle auction got another nice dispersal of 80 holstein dairy cows complete dispersal uh, they have an 80 pound tank average 150 cell count tie stall free stall uh, going to be ai over 50 years on a select sires mating program quick market recap for the rest of the cattle this week uh, on the fed cattle high choice and prime holstein steers 86 to 92 choice beef steers and heifers 102 to 109 and market cows selling higher fed market cows high yielding 68 to 75 most of the cows 48 to 67 market bulls high yielding 80 to 90 we topped at 95 newborn holstein bull calves uh, 20 to 120 tops on monday best best day to sell calves on monday 125 to 140 your beef calves 100 to 295 questions call premier 715-229-2500 lots more detailed information on what's coming up, market reports, and details at premierlivestockandauctions.com. And, Scott, that's the way it shaped up. You have to be excited about some of those sales coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. It was kind of nice to been a long time since we said we uh, could hit 2,000 on a dairy cow. So I heard that in your voice. Yesterday. and Yeah, absolutely. So they're bouncing back. Yeah, yep. maybe a little better times coming up for everybody, hopefully. Hay was a little cheaper yesterday, yep. too. Uh, note that, so maybe that'll help some guys out there. So. Yep, absolutely. Thank you much, Rocky. Rocky over at Premier Livestock. Let's have a look at some morning news on the local side of things. Wisconsin prisons no longer have any record of the man who took Jamie Kloss and killed her parents. The Department of Corrections have has erased Jake Patterson's name and information from its inmate locator and database. Prison officials earlier this month transferred Patterson to a prison out of state, quote, for his safety. The head of the Wisconsin Freedom of Information Council says it's outrageous for Wisconsin's prison to hide Patterson's whereabouts. The tornado count for Wisconsin is growing again. The National Weather Service yesterday said last weekend's storm system produced 16 tornadoes. There are still no reports of any serious injuries or deaths. The new count comes as people are still cleaning up after those storms. Wisconsin Public Service and We Energies said yesterday that 16,000 people are were still without power. 
There's no word when advocates in Eau Claire County will have a final count of the city's homeless population. Volunteers spent the night last night trying to get their second homeless count of the year. The idea is to not just see how many people are living on the streets, but to see how well Eau Claire's homeless services are being used. Volunteers also counted people on the streets in Buffalo, Trempolo, and Jackson counties. The top Republican in the Wisconsin Senate isn't happy with the state's agriculture boss. Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald yesterday said State Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection Secretary-designee Brad Paff needs to find a way to work with lawmakers instead of criticizing them. Paff blasted the Joint Finance Committee after lawmakers voted against spending $100,000 on mental health care for farmers. Paff said the current program can only help five more people. Western Wisconsin's congressman is worried that people might miss some Packers games this year. Congressman Ron Kine last week sent a letter to AT&T and Nexstar Broadcasting about their ongoing contract negotiations. Kine said a blackout of the local Fox station could threaten Packer broadcast. He said with Packers season around the corner, a blackout would only hurt the people that the TV station is supposed to serve. And speaking of serving, we get good news and good services from Monica over at Skywarn 13 when she tells us that it's going to be another beautiful day. What's it going to be like? Yeah, well, it is going to be another nice day, but this is going to be the transition day. We're going to start to feel a little bit more of the breeze pick up, a little bit more humidity, and temperatures should be in the 80s. This morning, there is some fog, so be ready for that visibility in some spots down to about a quarter mile or less. So use those headlights, be ready for changing conditions. And then the rest of the day does look pretty quiet, although there could be a stray shower moving in as early as the evening, favoring our southern counties. Most of us will hold off on any storm until after dark and that's going to keep temperatures tonight mild in the 60s tomorrow 83 it'll be breezy and muggy with a couple of storms those will continue for friday night but saturday looks dry humid and warm at 87 staying at 83 on sunday with the humidity persisting and a couple of scattered showers and then we dry out and cool down heading into the final days of july sitting at about 80 monday tuesday and wednesday of next week right now in eau claire foggy visibility down to a quarter mile and 57. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Monica Ott. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. Five thirty-six a.m. here at Wax one hundred four point five. Continuing with the morning chores, let's go over to the Equity Sparta or Equity Baron Barn to hear Casey's report from the latest sales over there. For today's sale, high yielding choice Holstein steers sold from ninety-one to ninety-seven fifty. Choice Holstein steers sold from eighty to eighty-five. And unfinished steers and heifers sold from 70 and down. Cull cows today we topped out at 67.50, with the top 20% selling from 56.50 to 63.50, 60% sold from 37 to 56, and the bottom 20% selling from 35 and down. Cull bulls today were selling from 60 to 70. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from 40 to 57.50, we topped out at 60. Quality Holstein heifer calves were selling from 27.50 and down. And light and poor quality calves were selling from 35 and down. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you got to see. If you can rock in it, we got it. If you can recline in it, we got it. If you can sleep on it, we got it. Economy Furniture carries the national brands like Best, Catnapper, Therapeutic, and England. We also carry local Wisconsin brands Wolfcraft, Lang, and Ashley. You can shop everyday low prices at Economy Furniture. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 60 degrees here at the Wax 104.5 studio as we continue with the morning chores. Let's go over to Rod Knutson to hear the 
Equity Sparta Report, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. The slaughter come arc today on an active tone with 20% of the cows at 68 to 75, 60% of the cows at 55 to 68, and 20% of the cows at 55 and down. Slaughterable market uh, on a higher market with a hot yielding commercial bulls at 80 to 88, with the Canada lightweight utility bulls at 78 and down. Fed cattle market uh, steady with uh, choice overnight beef steers and heifers, $1.12 to $1.16. We topped at $1.1775. Select the choice beef steers and heifers at $1 to $1.12. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers at $95 to $1.05. Your choice overnight Holstein steers at $90 to $95. We topped at $97.75. Your choice Holstein steers at $82 to $90 with your standard select steers and heifers at 80 and down. Replacement calf market steady the week for the top Holstein bull calves at 50 to 80. Your choice Holstein heifer calves at 20 to 30. And the good beef type calves at $1.25 to 250 a pound. And this has been Rod Knutson at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. Thank you, Rod. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn on the line. Good morning, Jerry. Absolutely. Boy, if a guy didn't have... Uh, work to do uh, in the barn or wherever and or here or what whatever it is it would be just a nice day to sit on a porch with a cup of coffee this morning probably a good idea because it's not the uh, real nice very comfortable days uh, uh 50 58 degrees so that's pretty nice this morning so yeah we got a nice morning coming up and again uh, i don't really think that the heat index would be of a concern today but uh, Nonetheless, still always a good idea in the summertime, you know, if you're marketing livestock today, especially especially uh, a bigger cattle. Get them on the road early after you get breakfast date, and our sale does start at 11 o'clock this morning, so we can get them on the road for for your folks, get them sold. So that's, uh, but uh, again, it's, you know, actually uh, shouldn't be uh, negative here, but, you know, we went through a whole day without getting any rain. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So, yeah, let's have another one. So tell us what's going on over at the market, Jerry. Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from uh, yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start on with the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Uh, of course, this time of the year, not too many lighter weight beef steers or heifers on the on the on the market. But uh, on the feeder cattle yesterday, on the beef steers, the heavier beef steers, and they were selling mostly from 92 to 120. Uh, heavier beef heifers on yesterday's sale, pretty much from 85 to 117. Holstein feeder steers. Uh, Holsteins sell in pretty narrow range, about all weights of Holsteins, the better quality Holsteins. They do sell mostly from uh, 65 to 81. Now, into the market auction yesterday, cold cows continue to be in good demand. Uh, uh, High-yielding, fleshy cows on yesterday's auction were selling from 60 to 70. Extreme top this week on the cow market has reached 75. Uh, most of the cows on yesterday's sale, your average dairy cows, are selling from 46 to 59. Those thinner cows, uh, those are $45 and below. On the bull trade this week, your better quality bulls, mostly from 73 to 88. Top on the bulls on yesterday's auction at $90, and those lighter bulls $70 and back. On the fat cattle trade this week, choice grading beef steers and heifers, uh, mostly from $1 to $1.08. Uh, choice grading Holstein steers, uh, 78 to 88 high yielding choice and prime grade Holsteins from 89 to a top of 94 and a half, and under finished cattle, select grading cattle, $76 and below. On the calf market, the replacement Holstein bull calves, good quality calves weighing 85 to 120 pounds on yesterday's sale from 40 to 100. And again, early in the week, um, especially on Monday's auction, a, a better market on the bull calves, and we did see those fancy bull calves on Monday sell from 120 up to a top of 140. Uh, heifer calves, very limited demand. Uh, heifer calves, $30 and below. Beef calves are in good demand, 140 up to 285 And especially in this uh, warm weather, hotter weather, little or no demand on these lightweight calves, $20 and below. Now, as we mentioned, uh, Thursday auction here in Stratford today does get underway at 11 a.m. this morning. We do, of course, start with the market cows, also selling fat cattle, and we'll sell bulls this morning also. And we'll get to those baby calves uh, around the 12, 1230 hour uh, this afternoon. And uh, just want to throw in a next couple of special sales here in Stratford. Our next feeder cattle sale will be next Wednesday, July 31st. Next dairy sale into August, Tuesday, August the 6th. And don't forget on Wednesday, August the 7th, special bread beef cow sale for you folks in the beef business. We do have a complete herd dispersal already 
45 red beef cows for that sale. Most of them are going to be black, black and black, white face, a few Herefords in that herd. So that info is on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page. And our phone number is 715-687-4101. And, Scott, that's what we have uh, this morning. And, uh, well, if you say, if you uh, hear from Bob, uh, tell him hello. Everything is, uh, well, like I said, we're there's still some folks out there uh, that do not have power yet after last weekend. So let's hope that yeah. gets, uh, because, boy, it's been a tough week for a lot of folks. It really has in a lot of different ways. So thank you much, and we'll be talking with you again tomorrow. Sounds like a plan. Thank you, Scott. All right, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. My Charmin clean booty is a thing of beauty. So nice, so fresh, so cutie. My booty, my booty. And these Charmin glossy got me feeling flossy. Cheeks so pretty from the nitty to the gritty. Charmin clean booty is a thing of beauty. Charmin Ultra Strong just cleans better. Enjoy the go with Charmin. 16 minutes before 6 at Wax 104.5, we have Michelle from Tureen Livestock over at Thorpe on the line. Good morning, Michelle. You have to be getting excited for this big weekend. I am. I am. I just hope the weather holds up. Cross your fingers. (laughs) We'll cross your fingers. For those who are unaware... (laughs) Uh, who haven't been following the Sega, tell us about what this weekend brings for you. My baby's getting married. So. <laughs> All right. And that's only one of two this summer, right? Right. Yep. Uh, the other one will be in August. So. Well, that's like next month, Michelle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's like in a week. <laughs> uh, well, it'll be more towards the end of the month. So we we okay. have time in between. We'll be good. Yeah. Let the... Let the weather kick back in and get a good another another good wave of heat to come before that, right? Yeah, right. right. I know. <laughs> yeah, my mascara always runs at the weddings, so that's you know I, I look for cooler <laughs> gotta days. Buy, so gotta buy waterproof. <laughs> oh, is that what the secret is? Okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> All right, there tell us know. what's go, what went on last night at the market, and we're really excited for you. Besides, tell us about it, Michelle. All right, thank you, Scott. Coming up to sell from Wednesday. July 24th at Tureen Livestock Market in the Slaughterco Market, we tapped at 69 with a consignment by Hungry Acre Farms of Chippewa Falls. 80% of the cows are from 44 and above. Market cows are 57 to 68. Low-yielding cows, 45 to 56. Thin and weak cows, 44 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 80 to 92. Select for 79 and down. For B-type steers and heifers, Choice and Prime, 85 to 108. Selects for 83 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 70 to 83, with the utilities at 68 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Osteen bull calves sold from 30 to $85 per head. We kept at 87 with a consignment by B&D Farms of Greenwood. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 10 to $45 per head. Beef calves, 75 to 245 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 28 to 48 and a half. Sows were 25 to 38. Boars were 16 and down. Our next show will be Monday, the 29th. If you have a question or you'd like an on-farm visit, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And, of course, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. Follow the Citrine Livestock here, family owned in that market. Have a great day. Thank you for that, Michelle. And, boy, I congratulate everybody for us. And you guys have a great weekend over there. That's a big deal that you have going on. Yeah, thanks a lot. I appreciate yeah. it. All right. Michelle over at Tureen Livestock in Thorpe. Now let's go over to the Zambroda market and hear from Pat Mikla about the latest sale they've had over there. In the feeder cattle division, we had beef steers and bulls in 350 to 600 pounds, bringing 88 to $1.3750 with the 6 to 800 pounds from $1 to $1.24. Beef heifers, 350 to 600 pounds from 90 to $1.24, 6 to 800 pounds, 87 to $1.14. We had Holstein feeder steers, 4 to 600 pounds from 54 to 75, 6 to 800 pounds brought 65 to 85. We had some bread beef cows and heifers in ranging 600 to $685 per head. 
In the fed cattle division, beef steers were topping a dollar ten to a dollar eighteen fifty, beef heifers a dollar eleven to a dollar fourteen eighty five, and dairy steers they ranged eighty two to eighty eight fifty, with the dairy cross steers from eighty five to a dollar fifteen. Market cows traded mostly fifty to seventy three, and we had market bulls bring in sixty seven fifty to eighty four. At the calf sale, calves ninety five to one hundred twenty five pounds brought from twenty five to sixty five, one fifty to two hundred fifty pound calves fifty five to one hundred, and the beef calves range from one ten to two hundred dollars per hundredweight. That's a quick look at the market trade from Central Livestock at the Zombroda Market. Are you seeking a career in sales and marketing? Do you have a passion for the wines and spirits industry? Then you want to check out the career opportunity available at Infinity Beverages Winery and Distillery. They're looking to hire one candidate immediately to join their leadership team as sales and marketing manager. To get more details, go to Infinity's website, infinitybeverages.com. If you are interested in this exciting opportunity, email your resume and cover letter to info at infinitybeverages.com. Hey guys, find out how you can have Sprint cover your switching fees. It's their way of giving you a clean slate. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 to learn more. Restrictions apply. It's cooled down a little bit as the sun came up this morning. It's 56 degrees here at the studio in Eau Claire. We'll continue with the morning chores here and... uh, one of those chores is to talk about farm safety all the time. And when we talk about egg safety, we don't always tie logging with the egg industry. But it is, statistically speaking at least, it's an agricultural endeavor. And uh, it's a dangerous endeavor. I talked with Vanessa Casanova from the University of Texas at Tyler. She's a research manager at the Southwest Egg Safety Center, and she says people have difficulty even associating logging with agriculture. That that it is, and statistically speaking, logging is the most dangerous occupation among all occupations. And Casanova recently uh, got together and collaborated as a guest editor for the Journal of Agri-Medicine Special Edition about logging safety and uh, the logging industry safety. safety, And uh, that journal, of course, is produced out of the National Farm Medicine Center over at Marshfield. And I talked with her about what she sees and what the what's driving researchers' concerns in that logging safety arena. An occupation logging, for example... Um, is um, high fatal work injury rates. So in 2016, um, we had, um, let me see, and remember, we're talking about a rate. We're not talking about numbers here. And so in terms of the rate, um, how many, um, what the rate was, was 135.9 fatal work injury. Um, This is the rate. Uh, in sheer numbers, obviously, it's going to be um, um, smaller, although quite high, um, just because we don't have as many loggers as we do something like, you know, truck drivers or um, construction workers, et cetera. And so um, we, look at, we look at the rate, um, the number of um, um, how many per 100,000 full-time equivalent workers. And okay. so um, the rate was probably um, almost, well, I would say um, almost a third higher um, than the next injury <clears throat> uh, occupation, which was uh, fisheries or fishing and uh, related fishing workers. And so um, quite, quite high. And we're talking about logging. Now, logging is um, the practice of, of extracting um, the fiber and the timber. And so <clears throat> we do have uh, quite a bit of research um, outreach and education um, that's related to um, logging. We've mm-hmm. made um, many, many strides um, in making the, the job of logging um, safer. So, for example, right. um, logging at one time used to be um, 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 something that was done with, with a saw by hand. Right. Um, and then we moved into uh, chainsaws. Um, and now most of the logging, especially in the South, is um, done in um, the safety of an enclosed cab. And so it is uh, highly mechanized 
um, uh, with heavy equipment. Um, and yet we continue to have this really high um, fatal work injury rate. Are you, are you still measuring and including in that those uh, smaller operators or individual loggers? The Fatalities are reported um, at, at many different um, levels, but ultimately it goes to, um, it's reported at the federal level. So there's no sort of um, under-reporting of fatalities because they're, they're all reported. Now, if we talk about injuries, um, non-fatal injuries, mm-hmm. that's a little bit different, right? So we don't have to, um, if you are a small-scale um, logging outfit, um, which means that you have fewer than 10 workers, um, you're not necessarily required to report injuries. Right. And so I would say that, yeah, uh, injuries are probably way underreported. Um, fatalities are, are probably um, right on point. Um, and so, um, yeah, the small-scale operations are probably um, underreporting injuries. So she's saying that we don't even have a handle on all of the industries, uh, injuries, and deaths that occur. And the bottom line with Dr. Casanova's work and other safety people is to not take anything for granted. Uh, Just because you do the job day-to-day doesn't mean that uh, you don't have to use and check on every piece of safety measure that you have in your toolbox because the time, as we all know it, and I've been there myself, the time you get lax and just take things for granted is when an accident happens in the egg industry. I thank Dr. Casanova and everybody involved uh, for spreading the news about the safety needs. In Elk Mound, there's a seed expert waiting to hear from you and work with you and your farm needs. Elk Mound Seed in Elk Mound offers seed corn, alfalfa, clovers, forage grasses, cover crops, small grains, and pea blends. They also carry lawn seed, food plot seed, wildflower, and prairie grass seed. They do indeed carry seed for your every need. With such a wide selection of seed products for farms and properties across the Midwest, it's the only call you need to make. 800 401 That's 800-401-7333. You can browse their website and order online, elkmoundseed.com. You can also visit them at Farm Tech Days, July 23rd through the 25th, and find them at Agribusiness Tent B, booth number 262. Plus, if you'd like to stay up to date with their most current offerings of farm seed, food plot, and wildflower seed, or have any questions, message them at sales at elkmoundseed.com. The Home Depot is making it easy to turn your favorite moment into the perfect color for any room with the Project Color app. Upload any image, then discover the colors and paint to match. Now you're a swipe and a click closer to everything you need for your next project. Explore the most popular colors and trending palettes to find your perfect paint. Get a colorful new experience with the Project Color app, then shop our best brands with gallons starting from just $25.97 at The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only see store for details. minutes before six as we head toward the milk house with this morning's chores one final look at the markets on the green side the futures for corn for december is at 430 that's unchanged december oats is at 267 up one november soybeans are at 911 up three soybean meal for october is at 310 dollars that's up 30 cents a ton wheat for december is at 502 that's down four on the country elevator prices Corn at Golden Plump in Arcadia is at 394. Baldwin, uh, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo at the, those countryside co-ops is at 369. Stevens Point's at 392. Elk Mound 381. Sparta 380. Ellsworth 361. And at the ethanol plants at Boyceville, it's 389. Stanley 399 and New Richmond 396. On the soybean side, the countryside elevators at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, Osseo, and Stevens Point, or just an Osseo, all are at 819. 
Stevens Point is at 802, Elk Mound at 827, Sparta's at 819, as is Ellsworth at 819. And on the dairy side, barrels of teas ended yesterday at three at 171 and three quarters. That's unchanged. 40-pound blocks at 183 and a quarter is up a quarter. And grade AA butter was at 236 unchanged. Class 3 milk futures. July is at 1741 up through up one. August at 1771 up five. September 1802 up four. October 1496 up three. And those prices look to be up through March. Have a great and beautiful day out there. Whatever your endeavor, be safe doing it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. A local couple came in, and they weren't optimistic. They were going through bankruptcy, and the car they needed for work just broke down again. They came to Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Why? They had heard about our new We Care Credit Repair. I'm Kina. I'm Mike, the general manager. And I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Because We Care, we worked out an exclusive agreement for We Care Credit Repair. If you have a job and with little to no money down, you can drive away in a nicer, better vehicle with We Care Credit Repair. Only at Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Tell someone you know that's been turned down for a car loan over and over. Tell someone you know whose vehicle is broken down. Tell your employee who doesn't have a vehicle and needs a ride. When you need a car and you can't get a loan, remember, we care credit repair. Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, I-94 and Highway 93. It's not just about cars. It's about helping folks get a car when no one else will help them. We care credit repair. Wax 104.5.